Hey, Charmers. Hey, how are you guys doing? I'm sure you guys know why I'm here. And happy fucking Libra season, you guys. We are here. We are officially in fall, which was yesterday. We are now officially in Libra season. Uh, you guys, like, this is one of my favorite times of the year. I love fall. You know, I love Libra. I'm a Libra, so, of course, you know, um, it's just... I just feel so much nostalgia because I know that my birthday is coming up and I always like to reflect on this year's age, you know, that's about to be gone and enter a new age. Um, it's just, it's a blessing, you know, I've, I've came through a lot, but I feel like things are really starting to really look up. There's definitely going to be some changes within the next few months. Um, It's for the better. It's bittersweet, but it's for the better, and it's only short term, but um, I'm kind of looking um, forward to it, especially with, like, the endings of something, some closing of the chapters. Like, you guys know I've been hurt, and I'm not cleared to work, you know, like a physical, like, job yet. And um, I'm hoping that's going to come to an end because I want to go back to work so bad. Um, I'm currently, you know, just being the at-home housewife. And I don't know. It's it's okay. It's cool because I get to kind of wake up on my own schedule. But it's not me. You know, I have things I need to finish. And I'm held back by a lot of stuff, you know, um, due to what happened to me. Um, and I... I mentioned if you're new here, hey, but I can't go into exactly what happened to me until all this is over because, you know, of course, I have to have um, some lawyers involved and all this stuff, Um, certain laws where I can't speak on the details that happened to me, but it's a terrible assault that happened on me from, you know, a patient that I work with, and that's as much as I can get into. Uh, I had some horrible... um, injuries that I have contracted and, you know, uh, because of certain movements and stuff that I can't do anymore and certain things I can't do anymore, it's cost my health to go downhill. It cost me to go into, um, I got PTSD from it, deep depression and horrible anxiety from it. But I feel like now that things are kind of getting close to being able to change, I can finally move forward from all this. Um, and I'm just, I'm just excited, but, um, yeah, there's going to be some changes living wise. Um, I just kind of want to update you guys. So if I start getting a little scars, which I'm going to try not to, I'm going to try to record the episodes because I want every season to be able to learn and hear about their own, um, you know, sign and ascendance since we're on ascendance, um, signs right now. Um, but yeah, someone, um, you guys know that we've had this house renovated and it was nice to be in, but it just slowly became kind of hell on wheels where things, it's like things were not done right. Um, we've had to call plumbers because the sink was going, like the sink, whenever I was washing dishes and everything, the like kind of like dirty, grimy water was going into the bathtub. And so we had to get all that fixed. And then, uh, now recently we found that the neighbors reported to us that there's been 
a man constantly trying to break into our house, so he's ripped all the um, screen windows off and everything, and it's just, you know, we don't feel safe anymore, so um, we just have to get out of here, so we're making the means of, uh, so far we've had to, um, my husband, I believe he had to nail everything shut to make sure he doesn't get in, because, you know, this is our livelihood. We don't want anyone stealing things that we've worked hard for. You know, um, we have, you know, cats and everything and, you know, like kids and stuff. And we just don't need that shit. So we're leaving. So we will be out of here. Definitely our plan is by December. It might be sooner. Definitely November um, is when we'll be officially at the other place. And unfortunately, because the coronavirus and the pandemic, there is major difficulty finding houses without overpaying for them. Um, so we are definitely going to have to um, move with some family for short term. Um, thank God that we have, um, you know, amazing people who are understanding until we can, you know, like, we're going to you know, do our thing and just live there only short term. And then once hopefully the market chills out or there's a house that's available because we're on such a short notice, um, we will be able to move into our own spot. Um, that is not fucking, you know, hopefully where we don't have people trying to break into our house. Cause mind you, we have a gate in front of our house and the person managed to, I don't know how bypass the gate and, yeah, they've been trying to break in shit, basically tearing up our shit, costing us money, and we're just not going to deal with that shit. We're not going to put up with that. We don't know who it is. We don't know if it's someone that we could know or anything, so yeah, so that's just like a quick update pretty much, but I feel like, I almost feel like this is the divine timing and the universe, to be honest, um, because I just, I don't know. I feel like even though it's like a small setback, things are going to really start to work out and really start just flourishing and, and I'm all for it. You know, I'm not going to, I'm not going to stop anything that is moving us toward that. Uh, My husband's also getting a a brand new job, which is going to, he's going to be making amazing money, like triple the amount he's already getting so that's even better and then like I mentioned hopefully you know like my thing will be done I will be cleared to go back to work and then I can pursue um you know like a counseling job so I do have a bachelor's in, in psychology but I still am going to do um what do you call it um grad school for sure so because I definitely want to do um be a doctor and if not if I don't get into a doctor a therapist is completely fine too that's a master's degree and then just um you know maybe get a master's degree take my time and then pursue my doctoral you know I have plenty of time you know take every day at a time I'm not gonna future trip right now um so just wanted to kind of give you guys an update just in case I start kind of slowing down a little bit but like I mentioned I'm going to try to pre-record I've been getting a lot better with um, you know, bringing out episodes and everything on days that I'm not busy and then putting them out on, you know, like either putting them out right away or saving them to the day that I want to let it go. I'm slowly learning all this stuff, like I said, so I'm really excited. 
because I feel like, like I mentioned, this is all divine timing and, um, yeah, so let's go ahead and jump into the Libra season, you guys. This is an amazing time for, you know, this is the seventh house. (laughs) It represents the seventh house of relationships and everything and marriage. Um, This is just a time to really just be, you know, just loving, you know, with your friends, your family, your loved ones. Um, This is a time for self-love for yourself. This is a time to show empathy toward others, you know, um, compassion, um, just, you know, making sure you're finding that not perfect balance, but that balance in your life, that harmony, just making sure your space, everything around it is just happy and balanced. You know, I even got some balanced tea that I'm going to be taking for this, <laughs> this flavor season. Um, I'm just going to just dive myself into just feeling good, helping others and really loving my husband, my kids, my you know, my family, my friends, everyone, you know, this is just a time to just show appreciation and to, you know, feel the, you know, be that support system, be that fair-minded, you know, that person that people can come to and, you know, like come to you for advice and, you know, you can give your, you know, your, your, not your judgment, but, you know, your view on things and help everyone work everything out, compromise. We're also going into a, Libra and Mercury retrograde on the 26th. If you haven't heard that episode, I recorded it yesterday on the fall equinox and listen to it and, you know, like get your information. It's, it's everything about, um, you know, um, the energy we're going to feel, you know, kind of like what Libra and Mercury means. Um, also things to do and what not to do, you know, and the energy, I don't know if I, I think I just repeated that, the energy that we're all going to be going through and everything. So yeah, give it a listen. And as you guys know, we are on the rising aspect of learning of astrology. Um, so this is what the beginning of the season always looks like if you're new. So of course, um, I am going to be reading from three different books. Um, one of them is, um, the Crystal Zodiac book. Um, so this gives you all who are, you know, a Libra ascendant, the crystal that is great for you, that would work for you, for your ascendant. Um, also I will be reading from the secrets of your rising sign. And this is going to be giving people who have Libra ascendant or Libra suns, um, and the, all the 12 signs of the zodiac of the ascendance that you can have during the time we're born. And also, I am going to be reading for the Astro Twins 2021 horoscope as far as like power dates, the Libra crystals, and the, um, you know, the things to look forward to. So let's go ahead and jump in. And of course, I'm going to start with. Um, the ascendant crystals. So if you guys are um, a Libra ascendant, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm looking for things to kind of have everything ready. So I'm not really uh, held up. Let's see. Um, during this time. Okay. 
I, I better just look for it later because I don't want to. <laughs> I'm kind of like bullshitting around. But um, let's go ahead and jump into it. I'll look for all this stuff later. So, so Libra Ascendant. Um, your Ascendant Crystal, and I'm really not surprised, is a rose quartz. So it says, meeting the world. Libra, Libra presents a charming but indecisive face to the world. And you want your surroundings to be both harmonious, harmonious and stylish. People notice you because you are always well-dressed in pleasing colors and fabrics, but they also notice your inability to make up your mind and the way you sometimes swing between two extremes. Your ascendant is the nicest in the zodiac. You get on with, every, you get on with everyone and relationships are extremely important to you. But there is a danger of putting your own needs on hold in order to please others, and this may be, this may be the mask behind which you hide. Surprisingly, you, you, your equable temperament conceals an ambitious and somewhat ruthless heart that can be extremely selfish depending on your sun sign. Although you get your way by charm and misdirection rather than confrontation and demands, your gentle disposition, your gentle disposition is brought out by rose course. This stone of unconditional love and infinite peace attracts and supports relationships of all kinds. So yes, depending on um, your sun sign, um, it can really, I guess, enhance uh, certain traits of a Libra ascendant, like it said. So to me, from what I've seen, I've seen Aries with Libra ascendants and yuck. Um, not saying all, but the ones that I've seen, um, they just seem very selfish, really all about them, not even really uh, compassionate toward other people. And that's surprising when, uh, you know, with a Libra ascendant, you know, I guess you come, they come off as a person like they care, but they really don't. Um, so that's all I know. Um, I'm not saying all, like I said, Aries are like that with Libra ascendants, but from the ones I've met, it's not nice. Anyway, uh, confidence tricks. Your ascendant is usually more concerned with a pleasing appearance than with looking confident, but your rose quartz ascendant crystal teaches you how to love yourself rather than giving all your attention to pleasing others and enhancing self-acceptance. It brings you confidence in yourself. Fairy Godmother Blessings. Your Fairy Godmother Venus bestowed on you the ability to look good no matter where you are or what you wear. This ability extends to your environment. You can create pleasing surroundings everywhere and bring a harmonious ambience to your world. Venus taught you to value beauty wherever you behold it, and she endowed you with the peacemaking skills and taught you the arts of diplomacy and conflict negotiation and of, and of love. Rose Quartz assists you to reach creative compromises and to maintain inner peace. The Libra Mass. This insincere mask can hide an intimately selfish nature and a deep need of other people. If this is so, promise our facility made and many disappointments follow. The Libra desire for perfection can take you into relationships in which you become entrapped. To prevent this, wear your Rose Quartz. The Libra Ascendant Meditation. So holding your rose quartz in your hand, place it to your heart, feel the unconditional love flowing from the crystal and meaning the love in your heart. Feel how the rose quartz energy purifies and opens your heart. Let this love flow through throughout your whole being, teaching you how to love yourself unselfishly. Now allow this to love, uh, love to flow out to the 
surrounding world, asking that it will go whenever it is needed. Finally, rose of finally close your heart around a kernel of love to sustain the support of all your relationships. So, if you're a Libra ascendant, rose quartz is for you. Like it said, it is the stone of unconditional love and self love, and it's a really it's like you know it's one of the base like basic um stones that is usually in every crystal kit because it's really a powerful stone um I love it I don't I haven't really I worked with it a little bit but for some reason I feel that I don't know like I connect with it but then I feel like I do like I connect more with like Morganite or Kunzite um Morganite is a huge, that's a Libra stone as well. Um, currently, I'm wearing the Peach Moon Stone, which also has to do with, as I mentioned, I'm, I'm working on my Divine Feminine and healing the Divine Feminine. So Moonstone is amazing for, um, you know, all that love and compassion. Also, it has a lot of the feminine traits of a regular Moonstone and the intuition and all that good stuff. But it's definitely more of... Um, like the heart chakras, um, I believe it's crown, third eye, heart, and solar plexus, I believe it is. It actually has quite a bit of chakras that it can balance, so um, I felt pulled to it, and that's why I had um, purchased it, because like I said, for some reason, Moonstones uh, is another one that seems to connect with me really well. Okay, so now we are in the secrets of your rising sign. So it says, of course, this is based from the Libra sun, um, but with also um, all the 12 zodiacs of its rising uh, rising sign personalities. So it says Libra sun sign, September 23rd to October 22nd. Likeable Librans are the most we oriented people in the zodiac. They're characterized by I don't want to be alone. <laughs> I feel attacked. <laughs> and one hand washes the other. Yes, they put themselves in the other person's shoes more naturally than any other signs, and they always see both sides of the coin. This is so true because um, I you guys might laugh at me, but my husband always thinks this is funny, and really, um, a lot of people kind of like laugh at me about this. But you know, you guys know I have two cats, Daenerys and Rainies. Um, and Rainies, of course, is the newest addition. Um, and I've done this growing up since I was like nine years old when I had my very first cat named Mittens. And, you know, like they have their little dry food and everything. And I always make sure I get like the best like quality food for them. And, you know, like most people just have either the dry food or the wet food, but I, <laughs> and maybe this is not good for their weight. I don't know, but I give them both. So I put down dry food and then I put down the wet food for them, of course, in water. And, you know, it's it's a little more pricey, of course, because, you know, they're getting both at the same time for meal times and stuff. Like, the, of course, the dry food stays down um, longer um, because it, it's not like it's going to go bad or anything. Um, but, you know, they have the wet food, I like to do it for breakfast and then dinner because I don't want them to get too fat by like, you know, like doing all three meals because they have the dry food for all three. But a lot of people like my husband, he's like, why do you why do you do that? You know, like 
they don't need, they don't necessarily need the wet food. And I was like, well, for one, I had learned that it's, they actually thrive better off the wet food because it's protein. But I was like, I, if I were a cat, I wouldn't want to just eat (laughs) dry food. I was like, I would want all of it. I would want to be able to have wet food for good protein and have like that meaty, you know, like, you know, nice, like kind of gravy, like food and texture in my mouth. And then I would like to kind of have like the the dry food as kind of like your little snack, like, your, you know, your chips and stuff. And he was like, really, you seriously think like that? And I'm like, yeah, like, how would you feel if you were a cat? He was like, I don't know, because I'm not one. But I do I like put myself like if I were a cat, this is what I would want. So that's what I do. I, I spoil the hell out of them. That's what a lot of people give me shit about. But hey, I love my babies. They're like my like third and fourth child. So hey, can't help it. I guess it's obviously part of who I am. So anyways, they revel in being aware of invested in and obliging to the people around them. They're often the deal makers, d- diplomats and legislators in our society, and they've a keen eye for what is equitable because they make a judgment only after they've weighed out all their options. So you mustn't get impatient with them if they can't decide yet. Yes. So like one of the things that I do, which is funny, is like if I'm trying to decide and you guys, you guys don't understand, like certain things, it's hard for me to decide right away. And there's some things that I can decide like in an instant food being one of them and what's another one like like when I need to cut people off or break up with them is another because I don't like to hurt people's feelings um as sad as that is but like I know a few relationships I would literally write a list and it would say pros and cons and I would list the pros of the person and then I would list their cons. And if the cons came out way more than the pros, then I let them go, right? Isn't that crazy? Like, I just do that for toxic people. Um, I do that with, um, like, let's say if something's really expensive and it's kind of, like, not in my budget, um, I don't make a list right then and there. But I will literally stand in the store and I would think in my mind, I'll be like, okay, <laughs> Like, let's say, for example, um, the Moldavite pendant that I had bought in around April. Okay, that was quite pricey. It was like $200. Um, and I was like, eesh. I was like, I don't really want to spend $200. But I was like, I had asked the person, can I like touch it? And you guys know I'm clear sensitive. So I really feel the energy of the crystals if it's... Um, if it connects with my energy and my body. And I had the, that's like the one Moldavite piece that I've had the best connection with. I mean, literally I felt complete heat and like loving, like warm energy just, just come through me. And I was like, wow, I was like, my body's really connected to this. (laughs) So, um, it's like, I, I had to think, I was like, well, I was like, if I don't get it now, it's going to be gone. And if it's gone, I may not connect to another piece because I did ask to hold another cheaper piece, but my body did not connect to that one at all. I felt nothing. I didn't really feel anything to it. So I was like, I knew like that is, that's not the one for me. So I was like, I could just either go for that one and which is, which is, uh, excuse me, which does not connect to me or I could go for the one that does and just pay the money. And then I had thought, I was like, well, 
I had the money that wasn't a problem, but I was like, do I want to spend it? Is it worth it? And I was like, you know what? It is worth it. My body connects to me. I mean, connects with it and it can help me take that extra leap for the transformation I need, then great. And mind you, so I took that leap and I bought it. The second I walk out the door, I found a wad of money in the parking lot. So that obviously was a sign from the universe that I made a good choice. And technically I had gotten some of the money that I had spent back. So that's how it is. But yes, Libras, (laughs) we hate when we're rushed to make a decision, especially if we're so unsure about it. Because we like to just weigh our options. We don't like to just be like, oh, okay, this, and then it explodes in our face. Or we regret it. But then again, it's like being indecisive is not good for you because then that's how you kind of cause yourself to overanalyze your decisions. And then instead of going by your intuition or your, you know, like your gut and everything, um, your sacral chakra, you can end up sabotaging yourself thinking it's the right choice and it's not. So. Yeah, just be aware of that, Libras. Anyways, Libras are the people watchers in the airport, the sidewalk cafe patrons who enjoy the parade of men and women even more than they enjoy their coffee. Yes. And when it's when it's time to connect when people with people rather than simply observe them, Libras always exercise the prin- the principles of give and take. Throughout their lives, it's who they know and not always what they know and br- that brings them to their next opportunity. Of course, the best relationships are close in which the sum is greater than the parts, the kind that facilitate a snowball effect in which I give to I give to you give four. I give eight, you give 16. If these Librans are living ha- happy and successful lives, it's usually because they're informed w- wonderfully supportive relationships that benefit them through word of mouth opportunities and they set the whole thing in motion themselves with a sense of fair play. People don't forget it when you're good to them. That is true. So the key is here is coupling their fair-minded and considerate behavior with compatible people to ensure that their interactions and smooth run smooth as silk. This is a likable Libra's utopia. If they're fair to themselves and objective about their relationships, their interactions are full of fun and profit. No one really benefits from being unfair to others, but for Librans, this is doubly true. Yeah, don't forget the particular rising sign personality can either complement or undermine Libra's ability to behave um, wisely and in their own best interest. Some personality types will make the daily practice of equitable behavior a bit more challenging while other types will lead Librans beyond interacting into out and out meddling still other personality types will obscure their self-awareness in such a way that they'll run the risk of losing themselves in their primary relationships becoming so afraid of being alone that they define themselves by their partners and can promise their own identities Oof, I wonder is that mine because I've um I've been like that before If they'll accentuate their most positive traits, exercise integrity in dealing with friends, family, and colleagues, and pursue relationships with compatible people rather than stay in difficult situations, Librans will get what they want and enjoy life with surprising ease. Yeah, that kind of hit home because that reminds me of younger me. Um, I would just stay in terrible relationships like like the one that I had, you know, like before the one that I'm with now. That should have been over years ago, but, you know, I just had lost myself and allowed this man to just break me, you know, spiritually, emotionally, physically, 
the works psychologically everything and I stayed there um so I would it's gonna be interesting you know as uh for those of you who are new I am a Libra sun with a Leo rising so we'll see um I'm sure that I don't know we'll see how that rolls so all right, let's go ahead and jump in. So, of course, this starts, this is all Libra sun. So, Libra born around dawn. This is a Libra with Libra rising. Need someone to do a job for you? They are the people to, they are the people to ask. They can give you a list of competent people. Great referrals and recommendations are in their bailiwick. They're usually so well-connected, they seem to always know just the right person for any association. And do likable Librans born around dawn ever enjoy occasions, especially social or productive business occasions? Double Librans are doubly inclined towards the I don't want to be alone attitude that sometimes drives Librans into difficult relationships and unfortunately keeps them there. They're they're also doubly inclined towards meddling. They're so aware of everyone else's situation that minding her own business can be a tall order. But the good news is that with self-awareness, these Librans can tap into the temperance and balance that's an innate part of their conscience and keep themselves from going to extremes. It's their likable Libra balance that makes them such gifted diplomats. They're able to weigh the options so precisely that they find the most equitable equation almost every time. Excuse me. Sorry about that. (laughs) An example of the temperance in action is its potential effects on Libra's characteristics and decisiveness. Librans are well known for their eeny, meeny, miny, mo, left, right, I don't know, oh hell, wait and see behavior. (laughs) Yet without proper balance, this habit can become a sort of paralysis, an excuse to never make a decision, or in other hand, a provocation provocation for Librans to chide themselves as hopeless procrastinators. Yes. But when Librans are in are at their temperate best, their wait and see becomes a mantra that almost always works to their benefit. It compels them to look both ways before crossing the street and keeps them from rushing recklessly into ill-conceived projects. It helps them develop patience. It reminds them of the universal truth that everything develops in its own good time. That spring follows winter and won't be hurried along by human restlessness. It enables them to stop and smell the roses as nature takes its course. Librans born around dawn are fair and square diplomats. They're deal makers per excellence, and they thrive as managers, politicians, and attorneys, as long as their indecisiveness doesn't lead them to be less than true to their word. Remember, the best time for changing one's mind is rarely after the deal has been made. So I just want to go on that aspect because this basically this is a Libra with that is just full on Libra energy pretty much like you are you have a Libra sun and you have a Libra rising. Um, you guys know and every Libra knows this that yes, um, we do have issues with being alone. You know, I could not admit this to myself, especially when I was younger, and by reflecting and doing a lot of shadow work. <clears throat> I realized the things that I did growing up is why I did it. Like, I, I know I've said this, you know, earlier episodes, even perhaps last year. But, of course, you know, again, those of you who are new, welcome. I, I just want Libras to know it's okay to have some time to yourself. And I'm saying this because as a person who 
it's been years, and I mean years, you guys, years that I have ever been single because I had an issue that from my teenhood, every time I break up with someone, I'm in a new relationship. And let's say if it was, um, I didn't get into longer relationships until like, well, my late teens, I was in one for years. Um, to be honest, like my first, the the shortest relationship I've ever had was seven months. Um, the longest has been 11 years. And because um, this person was my high school sweetheart and the one I'm in now is almost I'm almost about to trump that one. And by saying this, um, so the first, you know, like when I was dating around and everything, I would easily go, you know, like I I would just jump and then I'd be over it. And then, you know, like I I spent my whole like school, I would say mainly single because I didn't like dating guys from my school. I would date guys outside of my school, but it'd be very short term because who's really seriously dating at like 14, 15, 13, even 16, really? I mean, 16, I guess you can say, yeah, but 16, I guess you can say, yeah, 16 was when I got into my first serious relationship. That was one that lasted um, seven months. Um, And then I got into um, the next one, which lasted a long time, so... I haven't been single since. Um, me and my husband, I have mentioned before, we had broken up for a very short time. And that was like the most, that's like the longest I've ever been single. But technically, it, it wasn't that long. It was like the first time we broke up, I want to say it was like three months, I think. It was either three, four months. I cannot remember. But I stayed single, and that that is the first time I've ever stayed single. And I had men like, let me take you out on a date. I want to date you. But I knew then, I was like, now is the time for me to kind of just, like, chill and really work on myself, you know, the aspects of myself and the, the issues that I have, you know what I mean? Um, and then my husband ended up, like, calling me back, and we talked. He was like, I don't want to lose you. Let's get back together. And then again, of course we did it again, and then we had gotten where we were arguing, so we had some shit that happened, and then we both decided to break up again, but that literally, that was barely a breakup, if you really call anything, it was probably, like, we didn't talk for, like, two days, and then he would still hit me up on the phone, and I'd talk, and then we started to hang out, and then he again was like, I don't, you know, I, I, I can't, I just cannot lose you, so we dated, and we'd be good since, and now we're married, and happy ending, anyway, I think I'm kind of like babbling on. I need to get to the point. The point I'm trying to make is that um, don't follow in those footsteps because now that I look back at it, I just, I don't know what it is, but I just love relationships. (laughs) I don't like to be by myself. And that's why I would have people constantly on the back burner or like when I know that I'm going to get rid of, you know, someone I would, you know, have them. I'll be talking to someone else, and then the second I break up with them, then I'm into this new relationship, and so forth, you know. That's not healthy. Um, Libras, I think that is the problem with us, is that we seem to take to other people to find ourselves, if, if I'm saying that right, but really, it's us needing to be alone with ourselves, and because 
we don't like that, we try to um, distract ourselves with other people. Um, and so that's what I'm saying. Like, if you can just allow yourself to take the time, be with your thoughts. Yeah, we were very sensitive people. Of course, people don't know that because we are air signs. Um, so we're very sensitive. We're very emotional. And that's why we don't like to spend time with ourselves because then we have to feel those feelings. Um, I used to be that way, but now that I've really learned my astrology and I try to incorporate that in making my life better. I realize, you know, being a Pisces moon, I really feel I'm very sensitive. I am overly emotional and I'm okay with expressing that now. Um, I used to always have to be by myself to do it. Um, but if I'm in front of my husband or someone, I just go ahead and cry in happiness. I cry when I'm like upset. I tell them how I feel and I feel so much more freeing because now I also did the work where I am fine with being by myself. Like I do think sometimes I go to breakfast or something by myself. I go to a coffee shop by myself and I will sit there and enjoy my own fucking company because I deserve to be taken out on dates, loving myself as well. So um, just get comfortable with yourself because it's, you know, we're so afraid to be alone that we would rather deal with a toxic ass fucked up relationship than to spend time with ourselves. That is not how life is meant to be made. That is how we get broken because we're also easily, we're people pleasers. So when someone's pissed and they're treating us like shit, we'll try to overextend ourselves to make this person happy. And yeah, that works for a little bit, but then they'll find something else to be mad about because they don't give a fuck about nobody but themselves. And there we are fucking all tied up and twisted like a fucking pretzel looking crazy, neglecting ourselves physically and emotionally, so fucking tired, not getting the shit that we need, not getting that love, that reciprocation back of the love we're showing this person. And it's not cool. It's not fun. So please, if you can do that, and Libras, if that's, a, if that's an issue for you, I highly recommend doing shadow work around the relationships, around relationships, around your past relationships, what went wrong, why you allowed this person to do this, and also, uh, 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 like, shadow work, I, it's like I can't talk, I'm sorry, I just get so, like, excited, but shadow work around yourself, and how much you love yourself, because you got to remember, when you allow people to treat you like shit, it's, it shows you don't have much respect for yourself, in my opinion, and that's exactly what I went through, um, I, I didn't have no respect to allow someone to treat me like, like, complete shit, so um, do shadow work around that and understand and journal about your emotions and how you feel and the reason why you have a hard time expressing them. All of that stuff will help you become a better partner and will help you create boundaries for yourself in those relationships when you do get it, boundaries for yourself and what you don't want to deal with, with anything. So I think I just went on a huge tangent, but I just had to get that out. Um, so let's go ahead and jump to the next one, which is um, Libra born shortly after dawn. So this is a Libra sun with Scorpio rising. Ooh, interesting. Let's see how you guys are. Here comes sociable Libra with a mysterious, sexy, no time to waste personality. With Scorpio rising, likable, polite Librans benefit from a full of gusto. Do it now and think about it later. 
personality that makes them handy and energetically helpful. They warm up to strangers gradually, but they're amazingly devoted to the people who mean the most to them, and they often express their devotion through practical assistance and thoughtful favors. They're good with their hands in some fashion or another, whether it's playing a guitar, fixing an engine, or applying makeup. Librans born shortly after dawn will sometimes put these skills to work professionally, using their Libra word of mouth to make contacts and spread the word. But mysterious Scorpio is also a natural detective. So they might excel as private investigators, psychologists, and counselors too. They have a knack for finding things out, whether it's checking up in suspect credit ratings or potentially unfaithful spouses. But they need to be careful that they don't conjure demons where there are none. Paranoia can be a problem for suspicious Scorpios. With Libra's pre preoccupation with other people's concerns and Scorpio's tendency towards suspicion, they can sometimes over overact to what's actually an innocent deed or gesture. And these Librans also need to guard against attracting suspicion to themselves with too much secrecy. There's a touch of mystery about their personality and, and a deep look in their eyes sometimes makes them a bit intimidating. So they need to make a special effort to show themselves, state their case, and let people know where they're coming from. It's important that they have enough courage to take the proper people into their confidence in order to earn trust. They tend to throw themselves heart and soul into romantic relationships, but clam up when it comes to letting their partners know what they're thinking or how they're feeling. Partners who are perceptive themselves might notice something's wrong, but otherwise dissatisfactions are left to fester. In business relationships, this Scorpio secrecy can be an asset or a problem. It might make these Librans seem dishonest, as if they intentionally hold back information for selfish gain, when it's really just their nature to parcel out data and, and a need-to-know basis. Because Libra's bread and butter are beneficial interactions, these Librans need to avoid falling into these unseen and spoken behavior patterns, and perhaps their best strategy for maintaining self-awareness is regular quiet time. Extended moments when they sit and reflect on recent actions and consequences, judging them honestly and objectively. They'll discover that others find them even more likable when they're a little more transparent in their daily dealings. So um this this seems like a good placement but um as far as you know I feel like the indecisiveness will be kind of um not controlled but kind of eliminated a bit because yeah Scorpios they they act now and think later like they said they're very impulsive uh not as impulsive as Aries but you know they do have Mars rule uh, a rulership in their sign so Mars is very impulsive so they have some one of those Aryan traits in there, but yeah, for as far as the secrecy, that is the process. Uh, the, the process that is the problem with a Scorpio energy. Um, Scorpios they enjoy talking and getting to know other people's business and stuff, but then when it comes to themselves and they want to clam up and get uncomfortable and not really express, you know, their you know their secrets slash their emotions if they're uncomfortable because they don't like to be vulnerable. So that can be a very, um, that should be the main focus of you you guys um, who have a Scorpio rising is that understand that not everything um, has to be played, you know, you don't have to play detective for everything. I'm serious. Like 
just because one thing is off, it's not like, oh, you know, like it's always like you suspect everything, like something always bad is going to happen. And I feel like that's what kind of causes you guys to wear armor all the time because you always look at everything as there's always like an agenda to it. Like there's like, no, something's not right about that. That This means something else. It's just digging into a territory that you're going to, like they said, it's going to cause problems that aren't there. You know what I mean? So understand, have a little bit of trust, you know, and in, in, in faith, I guess, in people that they're not always out there to get you, you know, use that Libra charm, understand that, hey, you know, like, if I'm feeling this way, you know, like, again, journal, like, why do you always feel like, you know, people are out to get you or that people don't have your best interests at heart? Like, what did you experience when you were younger or growing up that has cost you to kind of have those walls up, you know? Like, um, it's very difficult to be around someone who thinks that you're going to sabotage them all the time, because it's almost like when you hold that energy, um, you kind of manifest that because let's be real, you know, what we think constantly and we put our emotions into, you're going to manifest that shit. It's like the universe is like, oh, oh, so you want, you think this person is trying to do you wrong. Okay. We're going to make the person do you wrong because that's what you're putting all your energy into. So Do your best, do the shadow work, you guys, and know that not everyone is always out to get you or expose you or, you know, use your emotions against you. All right. Okay, so the next one is Libra born mid-morning. This is a Libra sun with a Sagittarius rising. These people have that good feeling of well-being. They're the most delightful, well-acquainted social butterflies in the Zodiac. With a Pollyanna outlook and a spring in their step, Librans with happy-go-lucky Sagittarius rising tend to be all-around happy people whose toothy smiles and winning ways spread. Inspiration wherever they go. They're obliging and a joy to be around. There's a community-oriented volunteer spirit here that often leads them into active roles with organizations like the Chamber of Commerce or the PTA, and they might be among the first to volunteer to staff the local polls on Election Day. Of course, this is a very beneficial behavior for any Libran because they benefit most from the contribution they make to the people they know. And the connections they have, these Librans have a special knack for developing fruitful associations with particularly cooperative, friendly, and powerful people. However, Librans born mid-morning need to be careful that they don't try to please everyone to the point of being two-faced or constantly promising or yeah, con- constantly promising more than they can deliver. More than any other sign, Sagittarius knows the power of a promise, and with Libra's desire to please, these Librans can easily fall into a pattern of delivering assurances that aren't nearly as certain as they make them out to be. They could realize that such behavior is never beneficial and is certainly not necessary. It's just that they can't say no or even deliver any bad news, but they'll inspire confidence and adoration even if they can't deliver the moon. This is especially important to keep in mind for Librans involved in careers where negotiation is is a primary function. They have the potential to be marvelous politicians for as long as they don't make, make, as long as they don't make promises they can't keep. And is that a bad politician's trick or what? 
Another area of concern involves being overindulgent as children, leaving them to think that bad behavior is cute and fun to get away with. If the parents were overly permissive and spoiled these Librans as children, some of that sense of privilege carries over in, into adulthood, resulting in a I'm better than you arrogance that can really turn people off. The problem is that if they never grow, grow up, they end up as con men who never deliver. But if they invest themselves with the right people and treat them fairly, these Librans will find that everybody loves them and the sky's the limit. So this seems like a Libra with a very all around, very happy, you know, personality, kind of like the life of the party kind of type. But I can see, you know, the Sagittarius energy in here as far as the flakiness, because I feel like, um, and let's be real, we all have little shadow areas. Sagittarius, the shadow sides for them, they can be very flaky. And one thing that like bothers me the most is if you say you're going to do something for me and you don't deliver, especially because I make sure that whatever, if I promise you anything and my thing is, I'll say, I give you my word. So if I give you my word, that is the fucking law. That means that whatever you asked me to do, or I said I was going to do, I'm going to fucking do it. And I'm going to, I'm going to fucking do it with like gold. Like it's going to be glittering in a gift box, whatever. It's going to be fucking amazing when I say that, because I don't like to, for one, I don't like to be that kind of person that people will, you know, some people will depend on you and, you know, think that you're going to come through for them and you don't, you know, like you got to, you got to also understand that Sagittarius is a mutable fire. Mutable has a hard time with, you know, their shadow thing is that they can be flakes. They can not show up for you when you need the most, which fucking sucks. And sometimes that can get you in trouble because if you're like, let's say like, oh, I'll get it done. Like you're saying, oh, I'll help you with something. And the person's like, well, I need your help before it's due or, you know, before I turn it in, before I need to go to work, whatever. And you're like, oh, I'm I'm going to, I'm going to do it. And you never show up. That's like a knife in the heart. You know, like some people take that shit serious. And then eventually you become known as a person who you just can't depend on. And that you may be like, oh, I don't care. But in a way that kind of hurts because that means that when people need help and if you're if you're their last form of help, they won't even ask you because they know you're not going to do you're not going to do what you say. So do your best to not, like it says, over promise or say things that you don't mean. If you know you're not going to fucking do it, don't fucking tell people you're going to do that. Like that just it, that boils my blood just even thinking about it. Like I, I just don't like that shit. Like I've had. um I've had some, you know, experiences like that. Like my sister is one of them. My sister is a Sagittarius, amazing person, but, uh, she, you know, she flakes quite often. And of course she's family. I'll always love her and stuff, but that shit would boil my blood. And sometimes I'm like, Hey, I needed you. You know, you said you were going to do this and it's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I couldn't get to it. And kind of like, Oh, well, you know, like it's just kind of like, uh, it just would piss me off. Anyways, so don't do that. <laughs> do what you can. And if you can't do it, be honest. Don't people please and be and say that just to be on someone's good side. Just be like, you know what? I'm sorry. I think you should find someone else. I can't deliver this at the moment. Of course, people will be like, well, damn, you know, but then they will respect the honesty. So just be true to yourself. Don't people please. Don't lie to people. Don't let them down. Anyways, so Libra born around noontime, you are a Libra sun with a Capricorn rising. 
So now here come the the benevolent manipulators, uh uh-oh, who never raise their voice and keep everyone happy and cooperating. These Librans are generally able to to manipulate circumstances in such a way that everyone ends up satisfied. Uh Uh-oh. They return to work day after day feeling good about their contribution, and never are these management skills more pronounced than when Capricorn, the boss, rises. Librans uh, born around noontime are so patient over the long haul and so well-equipped to make do under difficult circumstances that they're able to ride out just about any storm with with, uh, tomorrow's another day sensibility. They know that what goes around comes around, so they're masters at staying at the helm and keeping their things together. But remember, both Libra and Capricorn are active signs, so their moment-to-moment behavior might be more hurried impatient and pushy than their long haul goes uh, goes around comes around sensibility nonetheless these Librans bear up under the strain with their Capricorns somebody's got to do it a uh, troll under the bridge approach never losing sight of the need to keep others motivated or at least accommodated and the more people there there are to keep happy the more satisfied these Librans are where leadership needs to be fair and patient yet firm and authoritative authoritative these people are the perfect fit for the front office they're they're never intimidated by shouting or swayed by melodramatic emotions they'll be fair with their decisions and generous in their judgments but they'll never accept i don't want to do it as a legitimate excuse for anything after all somebody's got to do it from their own personal experience they've learned all about doing what needs to be done regardless of their truthers it's at home that these Librans might meet with some difficulty. One of their most admirable traits is their undying loyalty. As spouses, they tend to be both faithful and dutiful, but they often navigate their family circumstances with an emotional Capricorn, the wise old goat detachment that that can leave them oblivious to their partner's disenchantment. They express their commitment by handling their chores and meticulous precision and dependable regularity, taxing the kids, emptying the garbage, maintaining the lawn or the car in the kitchen with a nary complaint, and and probably contributing a healthy paycheck to the running of the household. Yet Yet it escapes their notice that for whatever reason, in the eyes of their partner, the honeymoon is over, especially if they've been approaching things with look what I do for you attitude. At least in this area of their life, they'll benefit immensely from being a little less mechanical and a lot more demonstrative. After all, these are the people they're supposed to be closest to. No one's asking them to run up and kiss strangers. Hmm, interesting. So this just seems like a very um, um, organized <laughs> placement, in my opinion. Like a, a person that is going to achieve like their goals and make that money, but then it just seems that having an earth sign that's detached and then also having that mental you know air it can end up making you a little like lifeless when it comes to emotions and I feel like that's kind of part of what makes Libras enticing is that even though we're air sign we still have you know the caring for others and the caring of how people feel and stuff and this one seems more like a uh, oh, I, I have a roof over your head. That's how I care, you know, like kind of thing like that. Because, you know, like Capricorn's earth sign, earth is materialistic. So I feel like this will create more of a uh, materialistic Libra, considering that we as, you know, ruled by Venus can also um, 
have a little bit of issues with uh, mater- uh, with wanting to be materialistic. Okay, so the next one is Libra born af- uh, early afternoon and you are Libra sun with Aquarius rising. So friendly, intuitive Aquarius fits wonderfully with likable Libra ego-, ego to produce the best people skills in the Zodiac. These people experience plugged in accurate first expression impressions that guide their judgment and endear them to their peers. And they love to share their humor without even realizing it. Their high strung behavior sometimes leads to actions that people find hilarious. But these folks are definitely big attitude. And who knows how that attitude will appear? Will it be electric, explosive, friendly and magnetic or endlessly argumentative, fraught and will and a will to disagree? Well, you can count on this much. It'll be a powerful and obvious Um, When Aquarius rises, attitude flashes like a neon sign, and these Librans usually learn early in life that a magnetic, witty Aquarius, the electric light bulb, attitude is an infinitely better complement to their obliging, likable Libra ego than a sour disposition. Librans are usually very aware of how they're being received, and Librans born early afternoon are best received when they spice up their daily behavior with big dollops of their friendly good humor, and maybe even some heartfelt encouragement. For these people, laughter really is the best medicine. They're wonderful salespeople and successful promoters, especially with their presentation. It's sprinkled with good-natured jokes and puns and lots of backslapping. When Top Gun Aquarius kicks in and leads them into the military, they wear the uniform well, channel their humor appropriately, and elicit favorable comments from anyone that matters. They're willing and able to communicate encouragement or acknowledge a good job well done with a, with a we're in this together nudge that truly sincere is always appreciated. However, poor taste in associates can be a real problem for these loads of laughing labrans. Nothing can bring on their argumentative side more quickly than intensity and intensity is easy to come by with determined Aquarius in the house. By their likable Libra just wilts when they can't please and appease just about everyone. They need to understand that not everyone is amendable. And in a Libra-Aquarius combination, uncomfortable relationships might well include their most important commitments. There might be an obstinate or manipulative ex-husband or ex-wife in the picture who's determined to aggravate and annoy. In instances like these, Librans born early afternoon are best advised to take a firm position, but keep their sense of humor to remove themselves as much as possible and to focus their funny bone sensibilities on good friends and appreciative colleagues. They'll actually realize that the new people they haven't met yet will bring, yet will bring, will bring big improvements. So this seems like basically kind of like a, a Libra that's going to have some, you know, some quick tude because, you know, like we all know Aquarius energy is egotistical when they're upset, they think they can never be wrong, um, all that stuff. And so you add that with Libra, you're going to have someone that looks like cute and sweet, but the second you say something that they don't like, they're going to go off on you. But I also see this being as a very um, unique placement as well to me because you know, Aquarius also has like that unique kind of sensibility where they're like different from most people. And so I feel like a Libra with an Aquarius rising, they're not going to really try to conform to, you know, like what everyone's doing. Um, Like they said, they still people please, but it gets to the point where if people aren't satisfied, they get pissed off and they'll let you know about it. 
I feel like this person would have a lots of style too, because it's going to be a unique style to them. You know, Libras already are people who dress really nice and look great. And Aquarius has that unique style that no one else really has. So this will be an interesting placement. All right. The next one is Libra born mid afternoon. This is a Libra sun with Pisces rising. So peaceful, gracious, and fascinating is the name of the game here. These folks are good listeners with more to add than you might think. They're so prone to continually acquiescence to the people around them that you might never find out what they were going to say. These are among the most empathetic people on the planet. Gentle Pisces with involved Libra always has a genuine concern. There's a bit of a delicate demeanor about these Librans that make the cultivation of pleasing relationships a top priority. Yes, the Libra ego thrives on connecting with other people, but the peaceful Pisces personality simply withers in the face of disapproval. So it's a must for these Librans to associate themselves with compassionate, like-minded friends, partners, and colleagues. On the other hand, I'm sorry, on the one hand, they might refrain from jumping willy-nilly into unwise relationships because of their Piscean scaredy cat, master of avoidance traits. But on the other hand, if they've been somewhat sheltered for much of their lives and well provided for by generous parents and loved ones, as it's sometimes their destiny, they're they're liable to put on their rose-colored glasses and and succumb to an I-can't-do-it-alone mentality. They tend to buddy up pretty quickly out of fear of being alone, but sometimes with all the wrong people and in these unfortunate instances, they find it very difficult to empower themselves to get out of the situation so that they need to tell themselves moment to moment that they can find inspiration and enjoy life even without someone to adore them. If Librans with Pisces rising can be both confident and amenable, their lives are are apt to be a gentle joy. Due to their peaceful and considerate approach to things they've considered. Valuable co-workers, and they might even possess some art artistry that's useful on the job. If they're painters or writers or craftsmen of any kind, their likable, obliging, people-pleasing Libra will prosper quite nicely from word-of-mouth opportunities. The key here is for them to remain free to pursue their inspirations and avoid trapping themselves in imprisoning situations that leave them feeling unsupported and too weak to do better. For these Librans, a little backbone will go a long way. So that is the key word here. You're going to have to have some boundaries and (laughs) some backbone because, you know, you have two signs together that are both soft and both enjoy you know are very you know like Pisces is just very compassionate and pathetic then you have Libra who just loves to help people loves to make sure everyone's comfortable you know and so when you get that and you also have that shadow thing of people pleasing you're going to get someone who's just going to be trampled all over the place so Truly, if you are a Pisces uh, rising with Libra sun just please take care of yourself allow yourself to you know, you're going to make mistakes. Things may not work out. Not everyone's going to love you. And you have to understand that. Don't allow it to make you run away from what you like your goals and what you want to pursue and things that, you know, you want to do in life. Because if you're constantly trying to run away and avoid, it's just going to follow you everywhere. And it's just not worth giving up the things that you enjoy because of what someone says. Like, people, uh, not everyone is just going to like you. You just got to understand that. And I 
suggest to do some journaling regarding about why you like like what 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 does that mean for you like why do you feel like you have to make people happy why why do you why do you allow people to treat you or make you feel like you're you know you're too you know you're not good enough or you know to avoid your emotions and all that stuff just do the shadow work when it comes to that kind of stuff but your biggest thing is definitely figure out your boundaries and stick to them. You cannot not have boundaries if you have any type of Pisces placement um, in your chart, especially in your big three, in my opinion. Okay, so the next one is Libra born around sundown. This is a Libra with an Aries rising. So here comes a bright-eyed, bushy-tailed summer's coming whippersnapper, the Aries personality with an obliging, what can I do for you? Libra attitude is usually a joy to behold for those who can keep up with their zip-zip, no-time-to-waste behavior. If these Librans play their cards right, and they often do, they're some of the happiest critters on the planet. Because of their sundowns, uh, dinner time birth there's an extra dose of polite obliging libra here and with their up and atom spry and optimistic aries personality they show up early and stay late with their sleeves rolled up always ready to do more than their fair share after all libra's always looking for approval and action aries can't sit down anyway so why not leap in get up to speed and lend a hand with a good feel for who compliments uh, whom and a penchant for workable partnerships coupled with the people skills to make the most of social occasions. Librans with Aries, Aries rising might be wonderful party planners or banquet organizers. They're adept at getting good help and making the most of their word of mouth advertising. Plus their efficient Aries gives them just what it takes to keep a multitude of people with varied individual preferences, happy and well served over the course of an evening their attitude, I mean, they're attentive to everyone's needs and never let anyone feel neglected or left out. Slow service is not their vocabulary. If there's a problem for those Librans, it might be their Aries impatience, rushing them into partnership with people who just don't fit well. And when disappointment in their relationships, they're inclined to get busy, dizzy, neglecting their partners while zipping through their lives and doing anything possible to avoid thinking ahead. These sometimes, um, there's sometimes a lack of foresight here as well as a dislike for being alone. So an adequate amount of planning for the future and a willingness to be self-sustaining are capabilities that need to be cultivated. Though they, they're masterful at inspiring others, they need to understand that some people refuse to be inspired. And when, and when that's the case, it's time to lighten up and move along to greener pastures. So this is, I feel like this would be an amazing placement, um, in my opinion, because you have your, basically your opposition sign um, with, you know, um, air, that Aries and Libra polarity, which you have one person, you know, the Arian, you know, like up and at it, impulsive, go get things done, do things right, hit every goal, while you have Libra's kindness and loving, you know, like, making sure that people are still um, included and feeling, you know, loved and everything else, and yeah, so the main thing you guys just got to worry about is just, you know, like, being too impulsive and being too impatient, and like it said, like, when you're, you know, like, treating people like shit when you're done with them, like, basically, instead of just like letting it go you just kind of just avoid them and that's just not cool 
you know, Aries, Venus, I'm talking about you, you know, you kind of, that kind of sounds very Aryan Venus to me. Anyways, Libra born early, um, early evening is a Libra with Taurus rising. Here's a more centered, likable Libra with a dignified demeanor who won't be bothered with nonsense if there's an if there's a way to increase rewards while minimizing effort, these people will find it. Their Taurus personality might be a bit standoffish and steady as she goes, but once she once these folks decide that they like someone, watch out. Taurus kicks in the material gifts and Libra shows up with concern and cooperation. Deliberate focused by make it easy Taurus, the banker benefits quite nicely from Libra's social bull and attentive ego, but sometimes the bullish side of Taurus can be a problem if it's worn on the sleeve. So Librans born early evening need to be careful. They don't overdo the one the one way Wendell routine that comes so easy for Taurus by way of, or the highway can create a very lonely and lonely road indeed. And Librans are really fond of being alone if they're perpetually bullheaded, refusing to listen to consider the other person, they'll undermine the give and take that Libra thrives on and sadly end up themselves without the partner they prefer. The banker is driven by practicality, so these Librans know how to get things done with an easy desert approach. They'll, they're adept at allocating whether it's funds or responsibilities, and they take a simple approach that makes things easier for everyone. These qualities make for skilled managers and overseers if, they'll, if they avoid being demanding and intolerant. If they'll just lighten up and be patient with people, they'll discover that go with the flow works best. Libra never benefits from a lack of harmony. Letting things take their course and allowing people to come around in their own time pays off big for these Librans. They need to temper that raging, snorting, overly intense desire to want things that their way, especially when the timing isn't right or the object of their desires is inappropriate. When the house is too expensive or the man or woman of their dreams is already married, the key is to go back is to back off and let things happen in their own time. This is almost always the wisest course, and they'll know they're handling things correctly when relationships become pleasingly cordial and life gets a whole lot easier. Petty Venus, oh pretty Venus, the night star is the principle of attraction in this galaxy, and she rules both likable Libra and materialistic Taurus. So when goals are delayed and difficult to achieve, these Librans need to slow down, rethink their priorities, and let things come to them. They need to use their powers of attraction and take it easy. Oh, so interesting. So this is just basically a Libra that kind of lets uh, needs to kind of let things happen rather than pursue. So that's really interesting with that um, rising sign. Okay, so the next one is going to be um, Libra born mid-evening is Libra with Gemini rising. And it says, what's not to like about chat, uh, about chatty faced, <laughs> obliging person who's always interested enough to say hi. Hi there. How are you? Where are you from? I've been there. See you later. Uh, insanely curious about everything that breathes and and more. I'm sorry, I'm trying to make sure I don't get interrupted. Okay. Okay, so Librans with Gemini Rising are the sorts of people who are so superb at 
passing the time with cordial conversation that they're the perfect elevator companions. No uptight, zip lips, stare at the numbers, just get us to the top floor here. They're glib and interesting people, eagerly offering friends a ride to the airport and never allowing any uncomfortable silence to fill the air during the trip. Being in motion while chatting up a storm suits their jitterbug Gemini personality and keeping people happy satiates their obliging Libra ego. So as long as they don't let their conversation degenerate into rambling nonsense or hurtful rumors, they'll be greatly appreciated. Being aware of others as Libra almost always is and possessing a penchant for yakety yakking as Gemini does, these Librans need to avoid crossing the line between chatting and gossip. Gemini's fit around nature enhances likable Libra's ability to earn friends and influence people for fun and profit. But if they get lost, scattered, or mistaken, God help us. It'll take forever to get them back on track. Though, of course, they're so charming, there's never any shortage of empathetic workers to get them up and running again. Youthful in appearance and spry as can be, these Librans make very successful elementary or middle school teachers. They're masterful at keeping their students interested with bright idea and new and improved presentations. They're naturally adept at giving directions and telling people what they need to know. So if if it's information, so if it's information you need, these are the people to talk to. Needless to say, they make great dispatchers in management positions. They're skilled at keeping their underlings informed and feeling considered. But again, there's always a temptation to say more than is necessary, or just ramble on about matters that are for, of no consequence. And if the subject is superficial, they can appear very flighty or shallow. Their mid-evenings births are well served by slowing down enough to double-check their their facts. This also helps them avoid those helter-skelter, busy-dizzy behavior patterns that that, that make for missed appointments and broken promises. With their curiosity, sincerity, and helpful availability, these Librans have the potential to be more well-liked and deeply cherished than almost any other sign slash rising sign uh, combinations. It's simply a matter of making certain that their interactions with others result in mutual benefits rather than confusion, missed opportunities, and emotional estrangement. So this sounds like a life of the party, in my opinion. Like, this is somebody that you can be really great friends with, really be able to, you know, like, chat. And I feel like it's not going to be a deep chat, though. Just because, you know, it's um, Gemini and the Gemini really, you know, Geminis are more, I feel like they're they're those people that do well with small talk. You know, like, surf, like I said, surface level talk, not nothing that's about like deep, that's like feelings or where you want to go from there and stuff that's going to really dig into their like psych slash like their emotions. So like, you know, like little coffee chats, you know, little things like, you know, like they said, where are you going? What do you want to be? Those kind of things like that. Not nothing too deep. Um, And, you know, they can also like be careful with, like they said, being very gossipy because air signs are already chatterboxes. Of course, Geminis are the top when it comes to chatty Libra second. And then of course, in Aquarius third. Um, But you really got to try to make sure that you don't rub people the wrong way because you're, if you're, you know, you're so open with small talk, that small talk usually leads to gossip. And if you're like a gossiper, eek. be careful with that.
Anyway, Libra born around midnight, Libra with Cancer rising. Here's the obliging nurture of the Zodiac at their best. These people are wonderfully willing workers, polite and productive, naturally inclined toward rewarding and lucrative careers or ventures, including real estate. They're effective managers whose mothering sinks motivate and equip them to attend the needs of their employees without patronizing or belittling them. They're also superb deal makers because they cut all the, the meat off the bone. The penurious quality of cancer serves Librans well in helping them to sometimes end up with more than their fair share. They'll generally house and feed their friends as a social gift or just to be helpful, but when it comes to business, you'll need to keep a firm eye on their KG cancer stinginess. <laughs> These Librans can't bear to pay too much for anything. The potential risk here is that when the obliging Libra's ego so eager to please others and averse to being alone, projects through an emotional nostalgic wrapped up in my feelings cancer personality, there's a tendency to depend too much on others for validation, and also a serious lack of emotional self-sustenance. At work in those previously mentioned management positions, these Librans expect and facilitate diligent effort from every moment of the team every member of the team, I'm sorry, but they sometimes unwittingly undermine their authority by becoming too friendly and cozy with their employees when they need to be the authority figure, and they sometimes tolerate too much unacceptable behavior. They might come off as emotionally needy, requiring too much support from their partners, while on the other hand, offering support to people whose bad habits and lack of motivation require tough love rather than enabling. They have a hard time saying no, and they and they justify their lack of resolve with excuse like just for old time's sake or because it's family. And perhaps most dangerous of all, they might even allow their contributions to go unrecognized and uncompensated. It's extremely important that they see themselves and their circumstances objectively, enhance objectively, and self-awareness helps all of us to keep ourselves and our experience in context. But the Libra slash Cancer combination is more subjective than average, and sometimes it's impossible for them to see beyond their emotions. Librans with cautious Cancer rising need to be sure they're getting and giving a fair share without becoming too emotionally dependent on the people around them. If they'll stand up for themselves and steer clear of emotional neediness, they'll run business into record profits and earn undying loyalty from legions of grateful friends and colleagues. The choice is theirs. Hmm. Well, that sounds interesting. Sometimes I feel like, I don't know, is it just me, but like the, the, because these are both, um, what is it? I'm having a brain fart. Um, cardinal energy and it almost seems like mm, the the only cardinal one that really worked well for Libra to me in my opinion is Aries um Capricorn seemed kind of mm, and then Cancer Cancer seems decent but it seems like it can go from being a very like opened kind of nurturing energy to almost like letting people run over them so I don't know, but it's still a good mix, though. But it just seems like, to me, it seems like uh, you hear the most kind of negativity with the cardinal on cardinal compared to if you have, like, cardinal fixed, because in that way you have, or fixed cardinal since, no, because you're a Libra son. So cardinal fixed or cardinal um, mutable, 
seems decent. But anyways, well, here we are at mine. <laughs> Libra born in the wee hours, Libra sun with Leo rising. With an, with an intention getting and sometimes striking appearance and an I can handle it attitude, these people might be quite noticeable in a crowd. And even when they don't immediately stand out, their robust behavior their robust behavior grabs people's attention sooner or later. The generosity of a lordly Leo personality is a great attribute for generating that I give you two, you give me four, I give you eight snowball effect that Libra thrives on. These Librans are great at rallying support for their causes, particularly when they make effective use of their Libra awareness of others. Of course, Leo is masterful at creating a big big impressions, and delivering a show-stopping performance. So when coupled with Libra's obligingness and desire to be liked, there's a best foot forward here that's unusually successful at getting what it wants. All they need to do is be gracious to their delivery and let people know that their generosity is motivated by their love to entertain and make people feel better about themselves. After all, a good time among friends is precious, and these Librans know it better than most. When circumstances call for a more serious approach, their legal competence couples nicely with their did-I-do-my-share Libra. It has a matter of not letting Leo's me-me-me get, uh, get in the way. When they buy their friends a ticket to an attraction, it needs to be a ticket to their friend's favorite attraction. Yes, and not a ticket to their own favorite one. If their friends and colleagues feel like their needs and desires are truly being considered, these Libras will be well-received, earn approval, and inspire confidence in others while getting the attention they crave. What a deal. It's all a matter of keeping an eye on their audience's reaction and avoiding coming off as too self-serving. But as... But as is usually the case with Leo rising, these people need to have a free reign. They already hold themselves accountable, so they just need their space to do things their own way. And if they make a few mistakes, that's simply the process of learning their lessons. On the job, they need a reasonable amount of independence to feel respected. They don't necessarily mind having a boss as long as the boss has earned their respect. They want to earn recognition for a good job well done. Working with children is often a plus because with kids, they get to be in charge, and they've often got a big kid attitude themselves. Ultimately, if Librans with Leo Rising will be pleasingly entertaining in life, they'll bask in all the adoration they prefer. So um, I feel like um, this is actually really um, accurate especially when it comes to gift giving, because when I gift give, I like, I, I listen to everything people say. And if they love something and they're like, really, um, like, you know, passionate about it, I make sure to remember that. So like when birthdays and Christmas roll around, you know, I get that in, like, um, when my friend's birthday came, she's always talking about, you know, she loves like, Greek mythology and her favorite, you know, uh, Greek gods, um, and goddesses were, um, Hades and Persephone, or Persephone, I think it is, um, one of the two, anyways, um, I remember she was always like, oh my gosh, I want a statue for my altar, da, da, da. she was seeing that for months, and I kept that in mind, so when her birthday came around, I got her these beautiful, authentic Greek statues from Greece that was Hades and Persephone, um, if you guys don't know about Greek, Greek mythology, Persephone is Hades' wife. She is like the goddess of spring. So basically, she got forced into marrying him. So she has to spend six months in the underworld uh, with Hades. And then she gets to spend six months 
on earth, which is when spring comes, you know, so, um, and she was really happy about that. And I felt really good because I just, I just like to be considerate and I like to, you know, I just like, I I do like to make people happy. Um, It has nothing to do with pleasing all the time, but it's just when I care and love about people and, you know, I just, even if I don't know them, I want to make them happy. Like I compliment people and everything all the time. Like, Oh, like your shirt looks beautiful. Oh, I love your hair. You know, Oh, you're so pretty. Oh, your eyes or something like that. Just cause like, you know, I just, I, I love to, I love to help, you know, like tell, tell that to people because sometimes, you know, we all need a little, you know, words of affirmation here and there. And of course, don't say it if you don't mean it. I always say it when I mean it. And I'm not going to say it if I don't. So it's pretty accurate. Um, and kids do flock to me. <laughs> it's crazy because when I was going to college, I had to do like a small little like clinical at the Boys and Girls Club to, you know, like for child psychology class. And for some reason, all these kids just loved the hell out of me. They just like really wanted to work with me all the time. So yeah, it's, it's a fun and it feels good. And like I said, I'm a, I'm a giant child. Like, I don't care how old I'll get. I'll always be a child at heart because I feel like life is just too short to be serious all the time. Like, of course, when I need to be serious, I'm going to be serious, but otherwise just, you know, do your best and enjoy it the best that you can. So the next one, and I believe it's the last one, it is a Libra born pre-dawn, Libra with Virgo rising. Libra's born pre-dawn have a modest, unassuming, but rock-solid dignity about them and a determined focus that's second to none. They're more fixity than Libra's born other times of the day. They're not very willing to take a backseat, even though their modest Virgo personality implies that they might, as is true with all pre-dawn births. There's a stubbornness, determination, and focus here. And these are not usually present in either Libra or Virgo separately. Standing up for themselves isn't always these Libra's favorite posture, but their pre-dawn birth qualifies them to stick up, stick to their guns when they need to, assert themselves to make things fair. Libra loves it when things are fair. Their sense of self-worth allows them to be true to their helpful and obliging nature without ever feeling subservient. When others need a hand, these Librans love to apply their problem-solving Virgo intelligence. With only a few brief instructions, they'll put things together perfectly and be thrilled that they could help. But if anyone takes this to mean that they're easily taken advantage of, watch out. A nitpicky analytical Virgo personality allows these sometimes meddling Librans to read people simply by observing their moment-by-moment behavior. They can learn a lot about a person from the way he holds a spoon or the manner in which he signs his name. But this tight focus can sometimes turn into possessiveness in relationships. The insecurity of Virgo coupled with I don't want to be alone, Virgo, I mean Libra, needs to needs a good deal of reassurance. So they sometimes make their partners feel trapped or constrained. Eesh. Librans with Virgo rising are often fashionable, tasteful people who usually experience good fortune when it comes to financial matters. They've they've a superb eye for value, however, when things take on a slower pace, giving them more time to spare, they need to avoid letting their Virgo, the worry wart, rob them of their enjoyment of life. Without people to see things to do and places to go, they sometimes turn on themselves worrying about things that will never happen or that are otherwise totally unimportant. A positive attitude works wonders, and not only when it's applied to themselves, 
But where others are concerned as well, for instance, when their partners need to adopt more desirable habits, they can be helpful with better ideas, patient reminders, and consistent nudges rather than be out and about nagging. Both at work and at home, these Librans want to be helpful in the most considerate and practical ways. I mean, this does have some um, positive aspects of definitely watch out for nagging stuff. I've always mentioned that before, you guys, that nagging in any sign is not attractive. That's like limp dick energy. <laughs> like, if you do that to a man, like, nagging makes them feel like you're their mother, and it's just, it's not attractive at all. So, yeah. Anyways, so that's it for the rising sign. So we'll go ahead and jump into the uh, Astro Twins 2021 horoscope for Libra season. Let's see what we got here. I hope you guys enjoy. I wish there was more stuff with risings. If I can, if I end up finding something, I will definitely add that in. Um, just, you know, in general, so we can know, you know, like exactly, you know, what... Like more, like more deeper stuff, but there's just really not that many, but I did find a new book regarding, um, like for, um, North Nodes and we're definitely going to be doing that because I feel like that is not talked about enough and that's highly important. So of course, Libra power date to guys is going to be the Libra new moon on October 6th, the Libra full moon on March 28th, which I think already passed. This is all old stuff. And the sun in Libra. So, of course, the new moon is coming up, but the Libra full moon has passed in March. And the uh, sun in Libra, which is September, of course, 22nd to the 23rd. Okay, so let's um, go to the other stuff. Excuse me. But, yeah, I have a lot of different ideas, lots of information uh, it's going to be crazy since I'm going to be moving because now I've got to pack all this shit back up and hopefully I don't lose it or, you know, I don't mess anything up. Okay. I feel like I'm, I'm, I'm like missing something here. I know it. Something is not showing up for me. I don't know what it is. So let me double check, you guys. I'm so sorry. It's like not giving me like the, like the Libra and, um, you know, like things that we focus on for Libra season or for, you know, like Libra sons, like, you know, like health money or whatever it's going to be. It is just not flipping showing up for some freaking reason. Here we go. That's why. Okay. So 2021 highlights for Libra. Okay. So love, ready to ready, ready to create some lasting love in your life. Keep it as back in your corner in 2021, slinging golden tipped arrows while simultaneously putting you through relationship boot camp. On the upside, expansive Jupiter soars through Aquarius, activating your fifth house of love, fertility, and creativity. Until May 13th, then again from July 28th to December 28th, a more could arrive from a long distance, um, local, locale, or via a scintillating cross-culture connection. Couple Libras could take off on your dream trip or re 
relocate to a juicier destination. Pregnancies may be on the agenda, or you could spend more quality time with the kids you already have. But there is a catch. Boundless Jupiter will share a flight path with restrictive Saturn, who is also in Aquarius all year and until March 7th, 2023. Even if you want to be swept off your feet, you'll feel like you're wearing heavy-soled combat boots instead of lightweight glass slippers. But hey, Libra, you are kind of a warrior for love in 2021. If it's worth having in your life, it's worth fighting for, or at least putting in the necessary hard work that goes along with relationships. Ooh, money. So money. Cue the Libra Gwen Stefani because those if I was a rich girl fantasies will be dancing through your head. Abundant Jupiter in your glamorous fifth house will set your appetite for luxury, so you might as well make a budget. With Saturn riding shotgun, you'll have more discipline, so instead of scooping up every trendy treasure that beckons you with a shoppable Instagram link, think in terms of building a wardrobe or buying investment pieces. At work, you you could be called into leadership role or have an opportunity to make bank from your creative talents. Get organized while Jupiter is in Pisces and your systematic sixth house from May 13th to July 28th. A period that may require more lather, rinse, repeat work investments may pay off near the lunar eclipse on November 19th, the first in two-year series that will still rev up your money mojo. I was wondering about that because I felt like from May to July, like, and I, obviously Jupiter was in Pisces, I was like, I'm telling you, I was manifesting money like no other, like, easily, you know, but now, like, I still am, but not nearly as big amounts as I was, but, you know, just gotta go with the flow, Jupiter will be back in Pisces again soon, and plus it's set in November 19th, lunar eclipse, so... We'll see. Anyways, wellness. Overarchingly, 2021 will be an indulgent year with a focus on pleasure, the kind that verges on hedonism at times. But discipline returns with a vengeance from May 13th to July 28th as Jupiter lunches into Pisces and your wellness-obsessed sixth house for a brief voyage. Green is the new black. From the non-GMO food you put on your plate to the environmentally friendly beauty products you add to your cart. Spring training may have a no pain no gain element to it as you restrict certain habits in order to form newer healthier ways of life books book doctors appointments and explore options for health care and health insurance during this time an ounce of prevention is worth a, a, a pound of care friends and family a little a little space please after three close-knit years of bonding with your innermost circle you've you're ready to break free and explore your autonomous side. It's not that you'll ditch your family in 2021, but you may limit the time spent together to quality over quantity. Groupthink is the last thing you want to get sucked into in 2021, but in order to formulate your opinion and uncover your independent values, you may have to stray from the flock a bit. Two eclipses in your zone of peers on May 26th and December 4th attract soulful friends, as even your connection to relative close relatives close in age, like siblings or cousins, make up for lost time after November 5th when your ruler's sentimental Venus dips into Capricorn and your family-friendly fourth house for four months. Holidays will be extra nostalgic due to Venus retrograde from December 19th to January 29th, 2022, as long as you steer clear of difficult relatives. All right. So Libra season begins, of course, the balanced beautifier of the horoscope family. Libra energy inspires us to seek peace, harmony, and cooperation, and to do it with style and grace. 
So um, here are the affirmations. Um, I empathize with others. I transmute my pain into wisdom. I respect my boundaries and feelings. I see relationships as divine assignments. I give only from an overflowing cup. I am worthy of unconditional love. And here are your Libra crystals, (laughs) of course. There is rose quartz, beneficial to all matters of the heart, helpful for fertility and relieving many body aches. And ametrine, good for promoting stability, brain function, and body detoxification. If you don't know what ametrine is, it is basically um, amethyst and citrine mixed. Um, And it's literally naturally grown like that. So um, they're kind of hard to find. I had one, which I loved, but it somehow fucking fell off my neck and I've not been able to find it. And usually they say if you lose a crystal, it's already did its job, even though I had it for like, I think, two weeks. So it really sucked. It was very beautiful. And here's um, Libra season journaling. So number one is what is my vision of living a luxurious life? Number two, what image do I ideally want to project to the world? Number three, where have I been too diplomatic at the expense of authenticity? Number four, people with these characteristics always catch my eye. And number five, my most attractive qualities are. So that is it, you guys. That is it for this episode for the, uh, you know, Libra season and Oh, you know what? My bad. I got to pull our goddess card and uh, our ritual for Libra season. Where did I do that for? I think I did that. I hope I didn't forget to do that for Virgo season. If I did, I'm so sorry, guys. Okay, so here's our ritual um, for Libra season. Let's see what, you know, what it's going to be. Right, and I used um, let's see, so we got to do an energy read as well for the Libra season, so we kind of know what we're going into, guys. Right, <laughs> almost just shutting down and shit. My goodness, all right. So, I use for the ritual cards, wild rituals, intentions deck by Tamed Wild. So, we got receptivity Mm. so let's see what this is receptivity purpose when all abundance seems blocked and your physical and spiritual pockets empty call upon the card to once again experience the overflowing generosity of the universe history and lore our sense of worthiness comes from the health of our root chakra located at the base of our spine this first chakra in our energetic centers of power holds within our sense of self and safety self-esteem our ability to to survive and our grounded belief that we are worthy of walking upon this earth tools nature's gift fresh and fallen leaves tree bark earthen roots seasonal bounty rich soil fresh air raw earth clad yourself in earth tones reds browns oranges greens holding your hand a small elephant talisman sculpture image The ancient power animal is one of the most potent symbols of earth and abundance. Ritual instructions. Remove your shoes and walk the land. Reconnect with the primal energy and sheer power of Gaia. Ground yourself into the inherent knowing that you are meant to be here. You are meant to thrive here. Feel the power and energy of the talisman you hold in your hand. Take into your 
take into yourself the essence and regality of the elephant and allow it to surge through you all the way to your feet and then on down the the supple soil. Know your worth. Feel how supported you are. Open your heart and allow the wisdom and love and abundance of the earth to flow through you. Setting the intention. I am open and willing to receive. I am safe and secure. I am deserving of the bounty of the earth. The universe is generous and I am a worthy recipient of this generosity. So that's amazing, you guys. This is a perfect grounding for abundance during this Libra season. You know, Libra is ruled by Venus, which is about money too. So I hope you guys would like to do that and try that. Our goddess for Libra season, let's see, is... Oh, I'm going to do... If I can find it. Yeah, our affirmation for Libra season as well. My goodness, you guys. I'm just like all over the place. Okay, so, ooh, the goddess for Libra season, you guys, is Athena, goddess of wisdom. Stand your ground upon the Mount Olympus of your strength while you remember success is your birthright. You have the fortitude, stamina, and strategy to stand toe-to-toe with the best of them. No one can intimidate you. Claim your space with majesty and grace and ensure your voice is heard. So I'm loving this theme that we're getting, you know, with a grounding connecting to the root chakra, you know, like calling back our abundance, our power. Now we got the goddess of wisdom too. And, you know, claiming and being heard with our power. I love it. And so our affirmation for Libra season um, is... Today is a sacred gift from life. Yes, always every day that we can wake up, you guys. And this is a beautiful picture because that was a crescent moon with, of course, the hands around it. Um, Today is a sacred gift from life, you guys. Some of us didn't wake up this morning, you know, and we should always be grateful. Like, you know, I've just noticed that it's just a lot of complaining and, you know, everything that's going on right now has just been stressing everyone out. And believe me, I feel that way hugely. Um, And we just got to appreciate being able to wake up today, being able to be able-bodied, all that stuff. Because technically we could have woken up and been paralyzed. We could have woken up and just, you know, all kinds of stuff. We could not have woken up, you know, and we just got to be grateful for just a little moment, you know, tomorrow's not promised and yesterday is, you know, doesn't exist anymore. So we just only have now to focus on and truly be grateful for, you know, every single day, just be mindful, you guys. And I say that to myself too, because, you know, you guys know I've been going through it like all the time, especially having a move again, you know, which is, like I said, it's, it's, it's definitely divine timing. It's a sign for the universe for us to get out of here, obviously, with all this shit happening. Um, and I'm just going to look at the positive. I'm not going to, you know, let it stress me out. So right now I am going to do the Libra, um, season card reading. Um, 
I use the Work Your Light by Rebecca Campbell. So let's go ahead and pull. Let me ask, what does the collective need to know? What guidance do they need for this labor season? All right, let's go ahead and pull the cards. And see what we got. All right, so first card. Ooh, first card is transformation. Things are changing on a cellular level, deep healing, you guys. So this is going to be a time that transformation is taking place. I'm sure there's some of you, like myself, who has been having these constant transformation symbols coming to me majority of this year, to be honest, and um, a lot, a lot has changed mindset-wise, definitely, uh, especially, like, with my body is the most um, transformation I'm really having. Um, take this card and the concept that, um, you know, you're having some deep healing going on. This is your time to heal what has been bothering you. We just had a Pisces full moon, which had to do a lot with healing things that were no longer serving you, healing those emotions and expressing those emotions. And now with Libra in here, this is our time to heal and speak our truth pretty much and understand that, um, you know, things are changing. Um, things are changing in our bodies. Things are changing in our lives. Things are changing in a collective um, aspect, you know, I did ask, you know, guidance for the collective. And basically, this is it. This is saying transformation is happening all around us. So the second card I pulled is star mother. How are you mothering yourself? And this means, how are you taking care of yourself? How are you nurturing your body? How are you nurturing your life? How are you nurturing your soul? You know, we do constant things for other people and we're not really taking care of ourselves. We're constantly mothering others, but not mothering ourselves. So during this transformation time, you also have to know that you need to take care of you as well because you can't really heal or do anything if you're constantly on, you know, empty. Um, so the third card is... Ooh, birthing of a new age, birthing new creations, dreaming a new world into being. So as a collective, you guys can see that. And it, I know it sucks because this kind of hurts me, but also there's always good for new things. Hopefully it's for the better. But things life as we know it before 2020 is it's gone. <laughs> In my opinion, it's just not here anymore. The world is changing. We're birthing a new age of light. We are in the age of Aquarius. The age of Aquarius, you guys know, is constant reform, especially when it comes to the collective um, and humanity. Um, it's everything, the, the things that we are used to, like I feel like the way that, and I can only speak as an American, but the ways that America has been going with like, um, I don't know, our um, capitalism, I feel like it's crumbling in my opinion. I feel like just everything is just crumbling down. It's like we're, we're going into a new way of having to live and how does that look? 
I don't know. Um, but you know, we just have to birth new creations, meaning like we have to find new ways to live. And that's like with COVID, you know, like we're now in, we now have COVID, um, you know, it's going to be here until, you know, whatever we figure it out or however this goes away with vaccines or whatever, um, we have to learn how to live with this and how to stay safe and keep other people safe. So um, ways of creating a, of new living and even creating ways to help your body, help people around you, um, maybe even prof, uh, profit off of ways that people can use your skill, you know, um, but it's, you know, we're in a new age, so be be prepared, you know, and the next, the last card is the priestess. How are you being called to step up and lead? So how are you being called to take control of what is happening? All of these, how are you, how are you leading with your transformation? How are you leading with mothering yourself? How are you leading and creating with the birthing of this new age, with everything that's changing around you? What is your place? How can you help yourself? How can you help other people with leading? You know, this is, this is our time to step up. There's no more playing small, you guys. There's no more, you know, there's just no more being in the background anymore. We all have to work together as the collective and on a global aspect. This isn't just about America. This is the whole world that's being affected, you guys. And this is the whole world that's going through a transformation. This is the whole world that we all need to mother ourselves and take care of ourselves to be able to fill from a you know, replenished cup. This is the whole world that's birthing a new age and birthing new creations, creating the dream world, creating the world that everyone from all backgrounds can be living in without having to worry about, you know, being segregated and everything else. I'm hoping that we don't continue to allow people to divide amongst people's decisions of anything and also it's the whole world who needs to step up and fucking lead when something is not right we all need to work together and say no or yes so this is an amazing read for libra season it's actually very powerful and i hope you guys enjoyed that um i hope everyone is staying safe and and please do your best to do some things that really do replenish you. You know, we, we're constantly hearing about people dying and people, you know, missing people, everything. And sometimes we just need that moment to be able to ground ourselves, you know. So, again, I love you guys so much. And I hope you guys really take your transformation and accept it with grace and love and compassion and empathy for yourself, okay? Love you guys so much. You take care and I will be back with the Libra season self-care episode and I love you guys. Take care.